What's good, people? It's your girl, Bible study girl, coming at you with a brand new episode. And executive producing is. Hello! Bible study brother. But also, some of you may know me as Icarus Gray or Joe. <laughs> and you may be questioning why the switch up? In our introductions, why, why are things weird? If you listen, you know that's not usually how I come on. And I just thought to myself, let's let's switch it up and see if the people even have questions. Uh, because this episode is about questioning. Is it okay to question things that are out of the ordinary, that are not normal, that are not going the way that you think they should? Amen. Yes. Amen and a. Man, just a quick yes. yes like I, yes. um, I've thought about this um, as I've listened through the Bible. Um, <laughs> listen, Exodus and Numbers, <sighs> my heart, yeah, does so much. Mm-hmm. Um, especially uh, coming into the ministry, like I feel like. Most ministers shouldn't start with Exodus and Numbers because you might run away. Yeah. When you realize, I mean, now technically you ain't doing the job the way Moses had to do the job, but you still got your flock in that way. Yeah, and it's pretty intense. Um, The reason we're talking about questioning is because today's sermon um, at my church, St. Luke, was can God handle the tough questions? Ultimately, the answer is yes, he can handle the tough questions. But the sermon really resonated with me today. And I I think it resonated with me because I literally just had this discussion with my best friend this week um, about how we're raised or we were raised not to question God and not to ask questions. You know, life is going to be hard. Things are going to happen. But don't question him. Don't question um don't question what's going on. And I was telling her that like for me, especially within the last five years, I have begun to ask more questions. And for me, it's not a matter of you're not God and you're um, not all powerful. But when I'm confused, what better person to ask or the, you know, who else can I ask those questions to? But I think that's something that's, rampant from how we grew up or, or most people in our age range is it's the do as I say not as I do thing oh yeah and therefore you end up in so many different positions where it's like well if you explain to me why like you teach me just about everything else you teach me the basics of whatever and I think a lot of parents were probably worried about um squashing individuality in some kind of way in the sense of like, well, if I told you everything, then you just going to do what I did. You know, that kind of process maybe, but like with God, like, see the thing is what they're actually saying, but never said you can question God. Just don't get disrespectful in the way that I think you're being disrespectful with me. Right. Like, and God will know the difference. Trust me. He definitely like people have asked him tough questions in the Bible and been smited. And then there's other Correct. people who got who asked questions and said, your faith, not your lack of faith, but your faith in, in asking, like, I will give you. 
you can do this. Like Moses asked for so many tough questions when dealing with the Israelites. God bless that them. he blessed them with the manna from heaven. That the oh them people, them them people, <laughs> like was like nah, fam. I want meat. All right, <laughs> eat all this meat. Nah, nothing can be left. <laughs> like this is what you wanted. You asked, but, but you asked, and and it says you 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 asked not, or you have mm-hmm. not because, because you, you asked, asked not. not. And I think a lot of times we are told to talk to God in prayer, and definitely you know ask Him for things, but it could be frowned upon to say why why is this happening? I need for you to like why why me why this. A prime example, um, John the Baptist's father is, his name is not popping in my head. Zacchaeus? Yes. He's married to Elizabeth. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference. The first questions that he had, God came and told him, hey, you're going to have a son. He didn't believe <laughs> what was going on. So he said, all right, zip your lip. That's a different kind of questioning. That that's more so again, like I said, in the disrespectful era. Well, I think part of that too is because the power of life and death is in mm-hmm. tongue, mm-hmm. and I don't want you speaking against what I'm doing. Not necessarily. Um, well, um, what I'm saying is, is, at that point in time, it's just like you didn't believe you were saying all of these things. Like it's still a part of the belief is the the parallel I'm drawing. And what I I one thing I think. Um, one reason I think we are discouraged from asking tough questions mm-hmm. um, is maybe sometimes our leaders don't have the answer for it. And yeah. they are afraid that we will lose faith or walk away from the faith because we are asking the questions. But I don't think you really understand your faith or have complete um, assurance in your faith if you're not able to ask questions. I personally believe you need to know what you believe and you need to know why you believe it. But that's also our ignorance in the fact that we make people of the cloth and of the faith perfect learners of the word. Yeah. So if I ask you something, you should know that that comes from Ecclesiastes 2nd chapter 13th verse and it's like Nah, fam. Like I just sometimes I got to go to the book again and remind right. you, or tell you the whole thing of what was going. On. It's a continual study. It's of a continual myself. study, and I think it takes real humility to be able to say, you know, I'm not sure, but I can get back to you. But it's also good for us to be able to um, not just ask our leaders and you know, friends, but really, truly go to God with the questions that we have with the expectation that he will answer them. Yeah, because that's what, that's the relationship. Relation. <laughs> that you should have. Um, most people when we're younger are so afraid of the fact that it, we won't get it. So I just need to give you the no, don't do it. And then Lord forbid, when you actually go through it, you'll remember these things that I told you and get the nuance of what I was saying. And it's like, no, if you do not give me, I will not know. Yeah. I ask the questions because I am ignorant, because I want to learn, because I want to know. 
um, because I might not get it right now. Do you think you have you always asked God tough questions or do you think that's something that came with age and time? Um, it's been a bit of a mix. I've always asked questions. Right. You are like, a questioner. Tough questions. Mm-hmm. But I've also been ju- like, it still was counteracted by the fact that it's like, uh, you know, I'll be like, I'm asking. But at the same time, I, you know, I know I, and I just had this like, well, no, it's probably all in your will. And then I'd like back off of my question. Really? Whereas now I think I'm more assured in like, no, nah, we're going to ask because I, I do need to know. I do need to understand. And then, like, as I'm listening, like, devotionals are going back through something, like, the answers reveal themselves or living through life. Um, and confirmation comes when I ask the questions, basically. Correct. And I will say confirmation came for me. For me to literally have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been reading through the Bible, and I was um, in the story of David. I'm in the middle of David's story right now. And... It struck me that, you know, David was anointed to be king a long time ago, and we're just now getting to the king part. That's a long wait. And when I really sat there and thought about everything that he went through, I was like, my Lord, that's a long wait. And if I was David, I'm not even David, but just the things that I go through in my life, I have questions like, what am I supposed to do with this? I know the promise that you gave me, but I don't see that promise right now. All I see is the pain. All I see is the heartache. All I see is the hard times. And so to go from talking to my friend about that on Friday to my study on Friday and Saturday being about David and finally getting to King to Sunday, the sermon being God can handle the tough questions for me, that was confirmation and reassurance mm-hmm. that I hear the questions that you're asking me. I see what you want from me and what you need from me. I hear your questions, girl, and I'm going to answer them in due season. Um, and that's the hard part, man, because the answer doesn't always come instantly. I know the promise you gave me. But right now, in the middle of what I'm going through, I don't see promise. I just see problems. <laughs> right. And also, the tough questions is, why the storm? Yes, and it's, and it's not, why this storm? It's more so, a lot of times, what you're actually asking um, and what we should be asking. And sometimes, like, it, it never said you can't come to God upset. And right. Say, like, I'm, like, we just get into this place to where we've allowed people to limit God. We have definitely put God in a box and he's bigger yeah. than that. Yeah. There's really no one on this earth that can fully explain God. We don't fully know him. No. And he is new every day in in that way of um evolving and and being he said I will show myself greater to you. Like not the same greater in, in the in the things that he's doing, like the supernatural in, th- in terms of things that happen are tangible in a way like you see. Like I, I rem- I've thought about this. Everyone asks, like when you go back and you read the Bible and you see all the works that were done, you're like, well, dang, I ain't seen nothing like that. Why ain't nobody came out here? And, and you know, if I have the power in me and I ain't fed no loaves of bread and I bring myself back to Exodus and numbers. Yo, 
it wouldn't matter. Like, they literally needed more and more and more and continuously said, I'd rather just be back in captivity. Why did you take us from that? Mm. And so often that's the case. Like, even if you think about our plights in a lot of different ways. So there are a lot of things we can do as a people to, you know, be better. And this is normally the rhetoric they use as the, well, that's why you're, no, that's not why, but moving on. Um, But if we came back to a mindset of actually believing in the greatness of the things that we can do, Mm-hmm. on top of the unification that we have in behind everything else, like they can move together. The focus is on where it needs to be right now, obviously, but you just have to be unified and have faith. And it's hard for people to do that because you still want these works to be shown and you want these things to happen instantly, but you're not even asking the questions or when people ask the questions, you make them feel so bad that they fall or grip to the things that don't hold. Yeah. You know, these, whether it's um, things in the the moment that'll do um, all kinds of different things. And, but as I lose all my words, y'all, but basically what I'm saying is there's so much that the generation that is us needs. Yes. And we just need it plain. We need it plain. And, you know, my faith is really evolving as I grow and as I learn more about God. And as my mind is open and I'm more receptive um, to God not being in the box that he was placed in. And not necessarily even by other people. I put God in that box. Like, Mm -hmm. this is who God is and this is what he can do. And I think my ability now to question and to push through hard times has really matured my faith. And I I I would hate for new believers or even people that have been been believing for 30, 40 years to be afraid to ask questions that have the power to change their life. The change, like instant change of confirmation. Like if you ask what is my purpose? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's one question you ask, and then you kind of go, and you are, like, struggling, like currently am. And then I go and I say, well, Lord, what is it you want me to learn from this? Like, wh- what is it? Because I don't understand. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times the answer to me is just the general patience and perseverance. Like, have I not said that this is what I'll do for you. Have you not needed to manage your time better? Mm. Like, have you not needed to take the things that are around you and continue? Like, we talk about this all the time, like the difference in our um, podcasting. So I podcast more in terms of episode production, but I think overall you, what, what episode are we on for you? I don't know by the time this comes out. I have no idea. But the one that just posted Saturday was 38. Oh, well, no. I am, I, well, I have more episodes out. <laughs> this is what I'm basically saying. But I don't have a blog that goes every day. Right. So in that, it's like, well, take your time and use the things that you were given. Use the writing that I gave you. Use 
these things in tandem so that you can excel those things that you want. Right. Um, because you have to use the gifts that I've given. You also have to remember that you have to work on them. Like your jobs are tools. They are not meant for your forever. They are a tool to get the things you need for the things I asked you to do. And then I'm going to bless you into fruition because you were faithful and did what I asked you to do. And that's a hard thing to do. So that's what God is. That Mm -hmm. is what God is saying to you. Mm -hmm. Are you walking in that? Now. Now. It took, it's been this past week because like the last two weeks, it was like, I'm going to show you and remind you who's important. I think that's an excellent point. We not only have to ask the tough questions, Mm -hmm. we have to be prepared for the answer. Yeah. And the answer sometimes requires us to do something, not just be angry, Mm -hmm. be mad and saying, why God, why this? But we have to be prepared to do what he said, or we have to be prepared to accept his answer. Cause sometimes his answer is not what we want to hear. Um, and so that goes to me hand in hand with being able to ask the tough questions. And today's sermon came from Habakkuk 1, verses 1 through 6. But really, he talked um, further into... I love when they use the lesser known. Yes. Habakkuk is a minor prophet. And minor doesn't mean that he's not significant. It just means his book is short. I, I had a, uh, a huge epiphany the other day. Mm-hmm. And... About you know how we read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then yeah. the accounts of Jesus are in Matthew and John. What do you mean? He's in all of them. Okay, well, yeah, perfect. That <laughs> okay. More proof. I was like, I figured he was, but in my no, head, I just no, froze. He's in the gospel. So the synoptic gospel. If you think about when these were written, you can also ascertain the closeness and what that is that they got from Jesus, mm-hmm. like. So I'm looking at the different tale, like, cause you had to go to, I think I'm in John. Anyway, you had to go to different books to get different accounts. You get more accounts in terms of Jesus's, um, when he was younger, Mm -hmm. because that was probably a question that was asked of him, Yeah, you know, in their own time, in in their own right. And then you put these books together. Cause then, you know, it's like, you'll read through and you're like, well, why am I hearing about the crucifixion twice? You know, and it's just like, well, that's two accounts. Right. Two accounts that reveal things to you from their perspective that God needed you to see and needed you to hear from those different walks of life, from those different relationships. From those different relationships. (laughs) Like, when I say, like, I'm telling you it's like getting a, a, a decoding kind of thing, like, as I'm reading, going back through and being like, um, so even if you look at Exodus and Numbers and, like, them chapters where it's literally just telling me the descendants of who, what, when, where, why. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I ain't gonna remember that name. I reached one. Oh, I'm gonna let you finish your point, but I'm gonna talk about those, um, the, the genealogies. But mm-hmm. with that, it's important. It is. Because it's like, that was the only way for them at that time to do that. And it meant something. Because that, like, you know, you were the call, are the chosen people at the time. And it's, it's, it's just way more impactful. Let me tell you why it means something to me. Because today in my Bible reading plan mm-hmm. was like, you know, 
these were the sons of Israel and they yeah. listed them. <laughs> but since I've been reading the Bible, it's more important to me because I can start to figure out, oh, you related yep. to so yes. and so. Yes. And that is why you are doing this. That's what yes. your people like. It makes it. And so I don't rush through it as much no. because I've been reading about these people. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's your cousin. And and then you look at it and you're like, this is a promise fulfilled. Right. And it's not like this person just asking something of God. This is, it's the actual account of what legacy is. Right. Hundred percent, and it also brings to my mind that my cousin needs to put together the family historian challenge, so that <laughs> I can get my crown from Ari because she thinks, for some reason, she thinks she's the family historian and she's not. <laughs> anyway, so I think it's important um, for me personally to ask questions. Mm-hmm. That's why my faith is growing because I ask questions. You know, we sit on the podcast and we talk to people about their faith. We mm-hmm. ask the tough questions, and when people are willing to be honest and open Mm -hmm. about their experiences with their faith. People's lives get blessed and changed when you're willing to ask the tough questions and receive the answer. What I was going to say earlier about Habakkuk was, you know, Habakkuk asked the tough questions and God gave him the tough answer. Habakkuk was concerned because the nation is in turmoil. Things are not going right. There's injustice everywhere. Where are you? Do you care? Like, you know, you're supposed to be a just, loving, kind God. Where are you in the midst of this? Our enemies are rising up against us. And God's answer to him is, yeah, your enemies are rising up against you. I set that in motion. But I'm going to bless you through that. Get ready to get your socks knocked off. Yes, hard. Yes, tough. Yeah, hurts. But I have something for you on the other side that you cannot even imagine. If I told you what I had for you, you wouldn't believe it. And I think that's why the sermon blessed me so much today, because I'm in the middle of a tough time. It's a tough season for me. And I needed that promise from God that even if I told you what I'm doing for you, Sarita, you wouldn't believe it. You would not believe how I'm about to work everything out for your good because you are walking in your purpose. That doesn't mean it's not going to hurt, that it's not going to be hard, but girl, get ready to be (laughs) astounded. But look, here's where tribulations are for everyone. Everything that we've read has always done a lot of different things. The tribulation that you read in the Bible has always done these things. For one, God will show himself to those who believe their God is bigger than him. Amen. That's one. He's going to show himself. Because I'm going to show that these people that you, these idols, these, these things that you worship are not bigger than me. Two, you that believe in me shall be blessed. Three, the toughest part of it, you still have to go through. Still. Because out of everything else, 
you need to know I exist. And you need to know that in my love for you, I will bring you through all fires. But it's twofold because in everything happening for a reason in, in, in so many different ways is difficult for people because it feels like it takes no accountability for people, right? right. It just says, well, life. No. Your testimony, like the things that we do, are what show people he's real. It shows people. If you do not, go, if you were his chosen and you did not go through, what are you praising about? Like, what are you giving if you have no knowledge? If every, like, everything had been good in slavery for the, for the Israelites, for, for, uh, for other people in certain ways, but what are you wanting on the other side? What glory is gained if life is just peaches, basically? And I will tell you this. I really, my relationship with Christ really developed and became fine-tuned when life got for mm-hmm. real, for real for me. When I reached a point where I had questions to ask, uh, I don't think anybody escapes this life without facing a trial or tribulation of some kind. Some of them are smaller and some of them are bigger and, and you know, have a longer lasting impact. But I think it's important for us um, to remember at the end of the day, everything is going to work out for God's purposes. Yes. And that's difficult when life is hard. You know, mm-hmm. that's difficult. That is difficult when I'm sitting down and I'm trying to work through things and it is not making sense and I can't figure it out. And that's why it's so important to me that I go to church, that I read the word, that Mm -hmm. I surround myself with people um, that have a love for Jesus Christ and a love for me and don't mind affirming me and speaking what God said over me. And not just letting my doubts and my fears rule my life. It's important for us um, to have that circle and also to be able to just ask those questions of God with the assurance that he's going to answer us because he cares for us. So I don't. It's hard to know that your testimony is the thing that gives him glory. And what I mean by that is I'm going through stuff. You go through stuff. But the way we handle it, the way we lean to God, is an example to someone else on what they should do. Right. And therefore, it not only builds strength, and we have our people that we can go to and we tell them, it, it's relationships. Relationships are it so crucial. all comes back to relationships. And just being able to understand that overcoming, putting a smile on your face. Because, like, I don't, I don't care. I, I honestly don't care what you believe. Like, because it's not my job to care in that way. Um, in a sense to where it, like, changes how I care about God. People. People. Or, yeah. Um, but... At the end of the day, we all go through stuff. So how you go through the stuff, whether you believe or not, still inspires or explains something to someone. Um, Kids see their parents go through marital turmoil and end up in the same kind of relationships because they didn't ask the tough questions or didn't understand because they didn't see 
what the other side of that was. True. They weren't explained the other side in, in, a, in, a, in a way of testimony. When you have the Will and Jada stuff in general, was a lot of people, oh, that marriage ain't. But it's an example for somebody. And it's an example of either what you don't want. Or what you do. Or, or what you do, whatever. But it's still there. Like, our lives are built on examples. Our lives are built on, like, that are all that all of our walks are different. But you can still give me a map. You can still tell me, well, hey, this tree will may be on your path. It may not. But this is how I got around it. And then you might think of a completely different way to get around it. And therefore inspire the next person. It's just about affecting people on a bigger level. And I'm going to tag what you said. It's about relationships. The questioning is about having a real relationship with God and being feeling comfortable talking to him about everything. He created you. Talk to him about it. Um, I, I really, I am passionate about that. I am passionate about that. And that's all I have to say about questions. God can handle any question that we have to ask him. He's He's bigger. He He sees the beginning and the end. He knows the whole plan. If you're going to ask anybody a question, that's who you need to ask. He has the playbook. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do people know where they can go and get blog posts every day? Maybe not. I think you should probably tell them. That's the BibleStudyGirl.com is where you go. Every day there is a blog post where you can get yes, your questions, your, your testimonies, all those things. But if you need some more, if you just want to see what everyday life, what, what uh, walking 50 miles in a month is like, you go to underscore Bible study girl on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. You go to Bible study girl, the number two on the Twitters. We also have a Facebook page. Bible study girl, go like, comment, subscribe. The episodes post there as well. Um, episodes post there as well as the blog post. So you can go and check that out. And then listen, some of y'all might just use email. So Bible study girl 2019 at gmail.com is the place for you to go. Because the thing you need to remember it's not I preach, it's not she preach, or he preach, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.